Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. That's right. You heard U.K. After some very special episodes, we are back to the classic International Waters formula, Brits versus Yanks. Welcome back, British guests. I am very happy because, as regular listeners know, I'm a huge Anglophile. It is November 1st when this comes out. We have just gone through yet another Halloween. Oh, thank God, American culture finally has a day just to be whimsical and silly, forget about life. It seems like Talk Like a Pirate Day was weeks ago, and who knows when it'll be May the 4th again. We have Fox News. We have TMZ. We have Perez Hilton. We don't deserve Halloween is what I'm saying. That's why I'm glad we got some UK people here who keep it serious, stiff upper lip all year round. Let's play International Waters! Yes! Playing for the country that doesn't do Halloween because you talk like funny little wizards all year round, and that's why I love you. From BBC Radio 4's The Now Show, News Quiz, and John Finnemore's Souvenir Program, it's comedian and writer Carrie Quinlan. Hello, Carrie. Hello, hello. How are you? Great. Never cool. better. Good. What are you well, all drinking over there? Um, uh, I'll give you a clue. Okay. Oh, you motherfucker. Yeah, baby. So you're having 11s, is that right? And we're, That's exactly right. We're sons over the yard arm and getting uh, drunk. An apple and an arrowhead water? Is that, does that count as 11s? <laughs> yes. 11's-ies. That's, That's precisely what 11s is, is, is. Terrific. Carrie, thank you for being here. Also playing for the country that likes its tea like it likes its women. Loose, strong, and served with buttered scones. He's a writer on Veep, The Thick of It, Chris Morris's Brass Eye, and Oh, All British Comedy You've Ever Loved. Currently starring in his own Radio 4 show, 52 First Impressions, it's David Quantic. Hello, David. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's 81 degrees in Los Angeles. We're having a beautiful morning. Yeah, that's the thing about America. They just like, oh, it's 81 degrees. No, it's not. It's about 22 degrees. You're just all going to have some more degrees than everyone else in the oh, world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to collect Oh, I've got 98 <laughs> degrees. Oh, have you really? Not really. Not really. There's a sketch about that in John Finnemore's Souvenir Program this series. Is Thursdays there now? At 6.30. Oh, yeah. Look at how we're bringing it all around. All right, we're going to get to know our teams just a little bit better throughout the show. But for now, Team UK, I would like for you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation. Uh, well, um, that, do you know, there's a lovely story in the news over here at the moment mm-hmm. about um, war games that were done in 1982. The movie? Uh, uh, there was a wait. big... Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really cool. They, they, did, they practiced what would happen if there was a nuclear bomb. And um, one of the uh, people playing the war games decided that uh, putting psychopaths out on the street to keep order would be the way forward. Um, oh. But also, you, but, and, and combining that with the fact that we don't do Halloween, but we do do Guy Fawkes, I wondered about just boom. Boom. I'm into it. Boom. Boom is fine with me. And I want to hear Quantic say boom. Let's hear it. Boom. See? Okay. I like it. Boom it is. Let's move on. Playing for the nation that finally considers Ebola a problem now that white people have it. He's an L.A. improv legend who can be found regularly on Drunk History and the Thrilling Adventure Hour podcast. He's a former teacher of mine. That is true, Dave. It's Craig Kukowski. Hi, Craig. I tell you everything you know, right? It's absolutely true. Yeah. You might not want to say that after this show. <laughs> so well, be I am looking forward to resolving the great Celsius versus Fahrenheit debate. Okay, weigh in. Way in. <laughs> I'm just saying in favor of Fahrenheit. Well, sure. Yeah. There's more. There's more degrees. There's more. It's more impressive. Yeah. Right? Okay, good. Playing for the nation that's terrified of ISIS but loves their adorable spinoff, Nisis. 
She's a hilarious writer <laughs> and actress who's been featured on regular show, Comedy Bang Bang, Modern Family, and her own podcast, Janie and Aaron Does Hollywood. It's Janie Haddad Tompkins. Hi, thank How you for you? having me. Thank you for being here. I'm well. I held some wine of yours hostage. Yes, you did. I that did. was a very effective way to get me to come out of hiding. It was great. Yes. We were at, let's drop some names. We were at a little table read at, uh, at Jimmy Kimmel's just house. Just a little something just, something. Just hanging out on, Mar- you know, just ab- above the, the Kim- chateau. Yeah, at a mansion. Yeah. You know, the Kimmel's mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, just hanging out with the Kimmel's and you some You know, people. we were just reading a script for Amazon Studio executives. Sure, sure. Just, just doing whatever. A just doing a, just a regular Tuesday night It was for totally us. normal. Yeah. And then uh, and they and Molly, who had uh, Jimmy's wife, who had written the pilot, yes. very nicely left us all bottles of wine and thank you notes. And yours was left when I left because I was the second to last to leave. That's right. And I saw yours and I said, "Oh, I'll just grab this for Janie," as though we see each other every <laughs> single day. We don't. We don't. But I like you, Janie. Now but I'm here. I don't know you like that, but Isn't yeah, that funny. It worked. You it dangled worked. it, and I, I came. Dangled a carrot <laughs> in the form of a lovely bottle of rosé. Oh, I can't wait! I'm going to a bachelorette party next weekend. Oh boy! And I'm totally bringing that rosé. Yeah, you are, and you're bringing a story too. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Team US. What's your buzzing word? What word do you feel best represents the United States? In late October. Well, we were thinking we were thinking Ebola, we but that, that may now be too on the nose. But wait, so. I have a suggestion yes. now because I've been inspired by the British team because of all the school shootings and stuff. Oh, I think true. our buzzword should be bang. It's true. <laughs> bang, yeah. bang, it is. Just to sort of balance out the boom. Yeah, boom and bang, boom and bang. I yeah. love it. We got guns here. Yeah, we got guns here. We do we ever? I'm packing heat. Sure. <laughs> yes. In this, t- you never know what could break out in this tiny hot studio. Yeah. Yeah, I could exactly. get crazy. Boom versus bang. Is that cool? Are you cool? I am cool with bang. You guys okay, cool with we it? We were gonna Ebola it, but it's already been you know dropped. What? Ebola's in over. <laughs> it's Ebola's so over. over. It is. Seriously. That's so early October. <laughs> it is seriously early October. Forget it. All right, boom versus bang. Let's play international waters. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny, you know, like the head of the NRA getting shot in the balls, and then giving a big thumbs up. Thumbs up? Wow. (laughs) That was wrong and not funny. I had my thumbs removed. (laughs) Smart. Smart. (laughs) Buzz in with your buzz in words, boom or bang, when you know the answer. Question number one, a British man arrested for having extreme porn of a woman having sex with a tiger was cleared of all charges when lawyers realized the cat was actually what? <laughs> Boom. Uh, UK. Consenting. Ooh, I like that. I like the idea of it, but that is incorrect. Wow. Boom. Lion under oath. You've had your chance, UK. <laughs> Boom. A hot no. pussy. Um, bang. US. I heard a bang. That wasn't I a heard. committed bang. That really was. That was a, a very weak. A weak that was a hard pass. I don't have an answer. I was going to say her husband. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, think, oh. I think if you're legally married to the tiger, I think it's cool. You are not far off. It was a man in a tiger costume. Fifty-one-year-old <laughs> bus driver Andrew Holland was charged with possession of bestiality porn after his friends emailed him the clip as a joke. This seems all kinds of wrong. The case was dropped when investigators listened to the clip six months later and heard the tiger say, they're great. <laughs> that, is honor- that is 100% true. 100% true. I'm not fucking around. And they're like, a real tiger wouldn't say that. No, no, he wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't. That's too on the Tigers are rarely that enthusiastic about Meanwhile, anything. that costume designer should get work 
out of that yeah. because yeah, that, that must is be an amazing costume. A really I feel, yeah, good that's costume. like a Julie Taymor kind of a situation. Yeah, that is some somebody... seriously lifelike costume. Yeah, I want right to go to that shop. Exactly. For Halloween. For Halloween, yeah. <laughs> Dare I say it, I would fuck that tiger. <laughs> I would. You might get a frosty reception. All right, no points for anybody, but for a bonus point, tell me which breakfast mascot you would most like to have sex with and why. The most erotic choice gets one very erotic bonus point. Bang. Bang. U.S. Wow. I'd go with Cap'n Crunch. Ooh. Yeah, why? <laughs> I think his mustache would be tickly. Ooh. <laughs> it is awfully bushy yeah. and white. Anybody else? I'd like to protest at this point because we don't have breakfast mascots. Because oh, breakfast in Yes, we don't do. No, we don't. Breakfast in Britain is a nutritious meal designed for making us strong. We don't have <laughs> Lucky Batman, Captain Chocula, mm. Fishbone. Well, we don't either because that's crazy. <laughs> we have Captain Crunch. We have King Vitaman. Well, we did in the seventies. We have Boo Berry. Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam. Oh, we do you people need out. help. Yeah. Count Chocula. Count Chocula. I'd have sex with Father Toast. Okay. Father <laughs> is that a thing? It is now. Tell me, tell me about Father Toast. Uh, but he's he's uh, he's a Catholic priest uh, sure. who is uh, cooked bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, come you on, know, it's, it's pretty obvious. You don't get Father Toast in the states. <laughs> no, 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 we don't. That's strange. Would you scrape the burnt parts off before you get down to business? Don't be disgusting, Dave. Don't be disgusting. Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Too Anybody far. else? Spoilt it now. I'd have sex with Earl Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> he's an Earl. Earl. Porridge sounds like he would be adventurous. <laughs> no, he, he's, he, no, he's quite stodgy, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> so you'd kind of have to take the lead? Pretty much. He just lies there and oh. you coax him. <laughs> And eventually you can get a bit of milk out of him, but pretty much he's just warm in your mouth and that's it. Earl Porridge. Yay. Okay. Janie, got any? I don't know. I was thinking Count Chocula a la the... That's not a real thing. You're making it up. That's just Count Dracula with the word chocolate. But, you know, like an Anne Rice sort of thing. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just running his hand seductively through a candle flame. Like a vampire Lestat, Uh but with chocolate. Come on. I like it. Like Like an early morning twilight. Yes. Yeah. Dawn. (laughs) You know what, though? Just for doing two things, for saying warm in the mouth... Mm. And for just coining the name Earl Porridge, which sounds like a member of Odd Future, I'm giving the bonus point to the UK. Let's move on. Question number two. Congrats. Congrats, UK. (laughs) Boom. Uh, As usual, Halloween has generated some very crazy news coverage in America. Tell me which of these four US-based Halloween headlines is fake. Number one, public outrage sparked by sexy Ebola nurse costume. Number two, parents panic as police warn of marijuana lace trick-or-treat candy. Uh, Number three, Haunted house shut down for exclusively hiring real ex-criminals. Or number four, Brooklyn costume contest won by dog dressed as Ira Glass. Bang. U.S. The third one is fake. The third one is fake. Good on you. Haunted house hiring ex-cons is obviously, that's that's just wrong. They would never do that. But it shouldn't be fake. That would never make the news. It's just so commonplace. (laughs) Have you been to a haunted house this season? I'm going actually on the haunted hayride tonight. Thank you for asking. I hear it's great. (laughs) Yeah, I've been a couple years in a row. Wow. So the pot lace candy is real? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ebola costume is real, and the Ira Glass dog is real. I mean, that's just, that's almost too real, the Ira Glass dog. Ira Glass exists? 
Who's Ira Glass? Oh. Is it a thing? <laughs> is it like a substance? He hosts This American Life. Yeah. And he's also oh, a popular right. okay. uh, Saturday morning uh, breakfast cereal <laughs> cartoon character. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that really hurts your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who kind of talks like this and says, Act one. Uh, and But then also if he's trying to tell you something and uh, it, we, we went to the haunted house six times. Six! Like he's, he's always got to, like, if there's a, a number that you won't believe, he's got to repeat it. Uh, okay. For a bonus point, name some more tasteless, topical Halloween costumes for 2014. For example, Renee Zellweger's face skin cutlets, zombie patch Adams, or just threaten to murder a bunch of women and say you've come as hashtag Gamergate. Oh, wow. Bang. Oh, an- another, another non-committal bang. Bang. <laughs> bang. Bang. Did you hear me? Yeah, barely. Um, have you been following the Gian Gomeshi scandal in have Canada? I ever, sort of. I'm sort of, like, addicted to the news coverage. Yeah. I think a tasteless Halloween costume would be to go as his teddy bear with yeah. the eyes gouged out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did it get that real with that guy? Well, he he's accused of um, abusing women, but he would always say, oh, my teddy bear can't see this. And then he would turn the teddy bear around. I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah. You, we, wow. Yeah. I think uh, everybody else has just stepped down. That trumps anything yeah. else. Yeah. That's what. Eyeless teddy bear. Jesus. So I shouldn't go with that? I don't. Yeah. No. But one point now. reluctantly given to the U.S. Let's move on. Question number three. It's the last question of the round. UK Crisp Masters Walkers just held a one million pound contest to name its latest flavor of potato chip. What surprisingly American flavor won the contest? Franklin D. Roosevelt's semen. <laughs> you must ring in before you come at me with FDR's semen. Bang! FDR's semen! No! Oh, damn it! No! Oh, shit. It was Teddy Roosevelt's semen. I get those Roosevelt's mixed we up. We all do. Bang! Eleanor Roosevelt's semen. No! Oh! No! God almighty, I must okay. have order. Um, all right, does I've really have... run out of Roosevelt's here. Um... No, no, no. no. Bu- okay. Buffalo? Uh, Hitler. Buffalo sauce? No, but you're awful David close. Cameron's fecal matter. No, no, I'm going to stop this right now because I'm going to barf. <laughs> the answer is pulled pork in sticky barbecue sauce. Pulled pork. <laughs> I was very, close. Is very sauce. specific. Very specific. That is also wrong of what should have won because everyone knows salt and vinegar chips but, are the best. But they already yeah, exist. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it has to be an yeah, unknown. Yeah, it has to be a new flavor, just like Lay's like did cappuccino. here in the States. They like did cappuccino. cappuccino. But you know, here in the States, wasabi ginger won, and that shit is yummy. That does sound good, actually. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about crisps here, right? We're talking about well, crisps. Not chips. Same we're def. Same def. <laughs> crisps? Oh, crisps. Yeah. Why is everyone pulling pork? <laughs> How did that become a thing? That's well, just... I mean, what else are you going to do? That's always been the thing. It's always, it's, well, it's been our thing. You it's not as it. appetizing when it's still on the pig. No. <laughs> it no. needs to, yeah, well, it needs to yeah. be pulled at some point. It seems rude. But sure, I don't know whether we've just run out of whether there's been a big knife crime thing. <laughs> and we're not allowed them anymore. And so we have to just pull. Pull yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, because we can't pull. have. Screw it, dude. We, we can't pull. be trusted with knives? Maybe it's that. So we Why have to just become a tug thing. things. Tugged pork. Tugged that sounds yeah. wrong. Ew. Yeah, tug pork sounds <laughs> no. really wrong. You guys like you guys are really grossing me Yanked. out in a mostly good way. Yanked. But yeah, pulled pork in sticky barbecue sauce. A man named Paul Rothwell won a million pounds for dreaming up this heart attack in a bag. He says he plans to use the money to go on vacation with his soon-to-be-dead family because they're morbidly <laughs> obese. Now, some of the runner-up flavors of the contest were a lot weirder and Britisher. And by a stroke of luck, we have a few in our British studio. 
Unfortunately, we oh, don't hello. get to taste things here. Oh, oh really? Uh, oh, that's Brits, nice. for some precious bonus points, please identify the flavor of the crisps you are about to be eating. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, fantastic. writer Sarah Morgan is walking into the studio. <laughs> Carrie is now putting it in her mouth. Mmm. <laughs> As a palate cleanser before the crisps. Mm. Um, <laughs> She's eaten 98 of them now. It, well, they t- <laughs> do you know what? they? All crisp flavors that are non-traditional crisp flavors yeah. taste the same. Uh, that is not true. So, that is not true because I've had Walker's roast chicken flavor and that shit tastes like roast chicken. It well, tastes exactly like roast chicken. Over here, that's a traditional flavor. That we have that on Sunday for lunch. Well, yeah. See, this, that's not... this tastes like the ketchup crisps they invented when I was a child. Okay. Mm. For you, specifically. <laughs> when you My, were a princess. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to try one now. Mm. Um... <laughs> Good crunch. Wow, this tastes like... Mm, Shame. Staples. <laughs> This tastes like, oh, God, this tastes like death. <laughs> this is, Imagine if, like, you were the guy, was it Carter, who broke into the tomb of Tutankhamun? Nobody was looking. He thought, I'll just have sex with him. <laughs> this tastes like you're giving French kissing an Egyptian mummy. Wow. This is horrific. Is that a flavour? Is Dead that what it Egyptian is? Egyptian mummy. Mummy face? And yet I'm still eating them. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's Moorish. That is the problem. Um... It's heroin, isn't it? It is not Potato. heroin. It's dry, powdery, and you want some more. It's heroin. <laughs> no idea. It's kind of ketchupy. Carrie is right. Okay. I'm saying it's like old ketchup. Hmm. Okay. I can't accept that. The flavor was cheese and baked beans on toast. What? Was it? Baked beans is ketchupy. Okay. Yeah, so there we go. We win. Ketchup. Oh, oh. Take it up a walker. I'm not. You're just wrong. I will. I'm British. I write strongly worded letters. Great. Wow. After that first round, the scores are as follows. USA is in the lead with three. The UK has got two. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. How you guys feeling? How you guys feeling after listening to people eat crisps? I feel I was so appetizing. Yeah, it was pretty tasty. Yeah, my stomach is grumbling, but that's fine. It was an evocative radio experience. I really felt like I could see the insides of their mouths. It was so vivid. We're going to get to know the teams in between rounds. But U.S., let's say hello to you first. Craig Kukowski, you are one of those actors who has been in absolutely everything. I cannot name a sitcom that you have not been a part of. I can name several because I've, <laughs> I follow my career very closely. Okay. All right. But there, I mean, there yes. are new ones. I've You'll get a, to them. Sure. You'll get to them. You'll get to that A to Z, right? <laughs> yes. If you give you a chance. Uh, what is the most fun role you have ever played? Well, uh, I was on Veep. Uh, I got yelled at by Julia Louis-Dreyfus oh, for being yeah. a fuck-up. Uh, yeah, I was an incompetent uh, temp. Uh-huh. And uh, we just did several takes of her ripping me a new one. And she really gets into it, that lady. Oh. She's pretty good. They should give her an Emmy. They should give her an Emmy. <laughs> that looks like, it, uh, like I, I seethe with jealousy every time I watch that show. It just looks like the most fun. Yeah, and they improvise a lot, yeah. which is good. They, yeah. they rewrite the script via improv, which is right up my alley. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. I'm jealous of you. Janie. Hi. 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 You've done a ton of TV work as well. Thank you for uh, noticing. Uh-huh. But I would say you're probably <laughs> your most popular role is that of Margaret on the mega hit cartoon that regular show. That is a, vo- a voiced r- role. Yeah. An animated show. Sure. Yes. But it's very well known. It is very well known. Yeah. Especially what? among the tweens. Sure. <laughs> How is it dealing with the tweens? Oh, I love it. Yeah? Yes, I love it. Who's better, the tweens or the nerdy adult uh, cartoon superfans? The tweens. Yeah? Why? <laughs> Why is that? Um, because they are just, they are, uh, just very uh, open and kind of, um, 
you know, innocent and lack in the awkwardness, uh-huh. you know, they uh-huh. don't bring an awkwardness to the exchange because uh-huh. they aren't aware yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bang, adult nerds. Yeah, Shots sorry. fired. Sorry, adult nerds. That's no, fine. That's fine. You guys, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. We'll meet the UK. Thanks, Dave. After this break, we'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Kimberly Clark. And you need to just calm your little self down and get under the goose down with me and Jasper Red. You can catch us on MaximumFun.org or you can hear us on iTunes. And no farting under the covers either. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the U.S. are Craig Kukowski, Janie Haddad Tompkins. Over in London playing for the U.K., Carrie Quinlan and David Quantic. I'm very sorry about what we put your mouth through in that last round there. Heard that before. Would you eat any more? It was like being entered from behind by plasticine monsters. <laughs> it exited through our mouth. I can't speak for Carrie, but for me, it was rank. Oh, yeah. man. But, and, and bear in mind, we're British. We've eaten some awful, awful shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much that sums time. it up. That is, in fact, what the motto of the British crown means. <laughs> We've eaten some awful shit. <laughs> and we're very sorry. Yes, uh, for everything we've done to your country. Uh, listeners, be sure to uh, to check for the International Waters spinoff. David Quantic describes things. <laughs> I would listen to that for like six hours a week. Yeah, I truly would. That's I would. my job. Don't wear it out. <laughs> All right, now it's time for a round. We're calling. Yeah, see, how did I do? How did I do? Is that okay? I liked it. Pretty good. Okay? okay, great. In this round, we're going to be celebrating scenes from our favorite U.S. and U.K. gangster movies. Get the answer right. You get a point. Get it wrong, and it's curtains. See. All right. I, I mean by that you will be awarded no points. Okay. I don't know if that was menacing How many and threatening. UK enough. gangster movies are there? There's there's one, isn't there? Well, I don't know. There I guess seven. we're gonna find out together, won't we? Okay. Question number yes. one. This is for Team US. This is a clip from the classic UK gangster film Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Perhaps the only go. UK classic <laughs> gangster film. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> generally considered to be the most realistic portrayal of Cockneys since Dick Van Dyke. In the documentary Mary Poppins, <laughs> mm. you're going to hear just a little snatch of Cockney rhyming slang. I'll give you a point if you can correctly translate anything that is said in this clip. <laughs> a few nights ago, Rory's Roger Ryan rusted. So he's gone down the battle cruiser to watch the end of a football game. No one's watching the custard, so he switches the channel over. A fat geezer's north opens, and he wanders up and turns the lizer over. Now fuck off and watch it somewhere else. Rory knows Claret is imminent, but he doesn't want to miss the end of the game. So calm as a coma, picks up a fire extinguisher, walks straight past the jam rolls were ready for action, and plonks it outside the entrance. He then orders an Aristotle of the most ping-pong tiddly in the nuclear sub and switches back to his footer. Bang. Jesus. What? <laughs> yeah. Craig? Uh, football is Cockney rhyming slang for soccer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will accept that. I will accept that. And Arist- Aristotle probably means bottle. Uh, I don't know. You said he ordered an Aristotle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, UK, are you there? Okay. Hello. Yeah, sorry. We're just listening to you learn. <laughs> how, how are we doing? Very well. Yeah. Very. Oh, really, really jolly awfully. Okay. Well. Wh- For me, it's like it's like listening to myself watch two and a half men. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, don't do that. We can't. We can't. We can't watch it. We no. can't watch that. No. Uh, what does Aristotle mean? UK. Well, it it, it means bottle. It does. Obviously. Okay. Good. Good. It's, it's wow. called the clue is rhyming slang. Well, yes. Yeah, but it's not usually directly rhyming. <laughs> it's not. Right? Oh, often, no, it, often it, is. it is. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's, that's how we got its, its name. Give me some examples of things that are directly rhyming. Well, Apples and Ar- pears. Aristotle and bottle. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I got that one. Another. 
trouble and strife. Why? Okay. But would you would you say the whole trouble and strife, or would you just say trouble and then everyone knows what you're talking about and you move on? Well, it depends, really. It depends what your wife's okay, like. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Berkeley Hunt is a famous uh, one. So some other ones that are right here on my script, so I can just read them off. A battle cruiser is a boozer. Okay. 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 Uh, a fat man's north means his mouth. North and south. And south rhymes with mouth. North and south, you say. North and south are British mouth, terms for directions. South, mouth. They say north, south, <laughs> east, and west. North. Okay. Uh, custard means television because uh, custard is paired with jelly, and jelly rhymes with telly. Gotcha. Jeez, how do you do this? This is exhausting. This, I have to take a nap. I do, too. Yeah. And when when you say nap, you mean crap, right? Yes. <laughs> she's going to go number two. She's, right she's already yeah. there. I do. And ping pong tiddly in the nuclear sub is actually just terrible writing. What 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 does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Truly, what does that mean? Essentially, a nuclear sub is where most drinking takes place in the UK. A pub. A pub. To avoid the attentions of Russian fighters. I see. I, see. I gotcha. Now, we, some of this is made up. Keep them weaving. Yeah. Keep them weaving. And they'll never know actually where you're going. Is there like a Rosetta yeah. Stone for this? Because I need it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's in the British Museum. It's called the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it. You haven't. Um, yeah, it's actually one of the weird things about the Rosetta Stone is it translates Egyptian, Greek, and Cockney. <laughs> because there were a lot of Cockneys around in ancient Egypt at the tomb of... I can't even do it, Tutankhamun. Um, Tutankhamun, delicious noodles from Japan... Ramen. Uh-huh. Mm. Very good. So it's just constantly evolving, co- Cockney rhyming slang. We can make up new ones now. Okay, let's not. Team UK. Team UK, you're up next. One of the most famous scenes from Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas is known as the okay. introductions. It's one long take. Ray Liotta tells our audience about the colorful characters that inhabit New York's underworld. Here is a clip. And there was Anthony Stabile. How you doing? Frankie Carbone. And then there was Mo Black's brother, Fat Andy. Okay. Team UK, for one point, which of the following names is not in Goodfellas? Frankie the Wop, Freddie No-Nose, Nicky Eyes, Johnny Legs, or Jimmy Two Times? Johnny Legs. I think Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs is absolutely yeah, correct. As you know, if you're a true Hollywood douche, Johnny Legs is the insufferable nickname for John Leguizamo from exactly the legendary right. Fox television show House of Buggin. That's exactly right. Ooh, that's also, awful. Also, Johnny Legs is Cockney rhyming slang <laughs> for fried eggs. <laughs> Have you got any Johnny Legs? <laughs> I'd love some Johnny Legs. Legs. Johnny Legs and faking. <laughs> that's a fantastic impression of Neil Young. <laughs> Let's listen to the rest of the clip. And his guys, Frankie the Wop. Freddy No Nose. How you doing, guy? And then there was Pete the Killer, who was Sally Balls' brother. Take care of that thing for you. Take care of that thing for you. And you had Nicky Eyes. What's up, guy? And Mikey Franchese. And Jimmy Two Times, who got that nickname because he said everything twice, like. I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. So was was Sally Balls called yes. Sally Balls because she had balls? Uh, no, it's Sally Balls from, from Cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little oh. known. Oh, well, there you go. They Obviously. exist in the same universe. Liza Minnelli, Judy Garland, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, a man who talks like Quentin Crisp after a lot of Mogadon. <laughs> King Kong is a monkey. Andy Serkis, I played Gollum and King Kong. 
That's my impression of Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was that was solid. It was. It, oh, it was that like wasn't he was in the, the room. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought the that clip. was still the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that. I thought that was the clip. Was that someone doing an impression? Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, that's so good. It's on the DVD extras. <laughs> of ex- it's the DVD of extras. Scorsese's Andy Circus is frightening. Oh, obviously. so good. Yeah. Speaking of Stallone, Team US. This question is for you. Here's the trailer for a British gangster film from 1971. It is a film that is so good, it had a terrible U.S. remake starring Sylvester Stallone. Actually, (laughs) Sylvester. Sylvester, after all these years. Stillborn Vester Stallone. Anyway, here's the trailer for the original. A professional killer went home to visit his family and found his brother murdered. Now, who killed him? I don't know nothing. Listen. The only reason I came back to this crap house was to find out who did it. And I'm not leaving till I do. All right, mm-hmm. Team US, for one point, name that movie. Oh, oh, it sounded like Michael Caine was in it. It was Michael Caine. Yeah. Oh. You're on the right Wait. track there. Uh, I... Because it's the right answer. It's the right answer, but it's still not the name of the movie. I have no... It's got, that, it's got the lovely line, you're a big man, but you're out of shape. <laughs> I do this for a living. <laughs> like Alfie. Michael Caine. It was not Alfie. It was not Alfie. Jenny, you still got a chance. It's a Muppet Christmas <laughs> Carol, people. Come on. Blame no, it on Batman. Rio. It, that is it correct. Is Rambo First Blood Part 2. Nope, the answer oh. is Get Carter. Get Carter. Get Carter, oh. the iconic British tale of a vicious gangster who returns to his hometown to murder everybody, literally everybody, the entire town of Newcastle, gunned down. By Michael Caine. Clearly have to revisit my Sylvester Stallone collection, (laughs) Mm -hmm, which... mm -hmm. Your DVD box set? My box set, yes. All right. For a bonus point, Team US, give us your best Michael Caine impression. Craig. Craig? I don't do a Michael Caine. (laughs) It's it's okay. I mean, it's something. You start slow and then pick it up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm it's a very good Michael impression of Hine. David Cameron. <laughs> Which Michael Caine says all you the time all to think himself. All I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> but I'm Wow, that's more not. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Stephen Hawking in Mary Poppins. <laughs> I loved him in that show. <laughs> a spoonful mm. of sugar. One point for each of you. Let's move on. Team UK, last question. <laughs> There's a classic scene in Donnie Brasco where undercover FBI agent Johnny Depp fields a question from his nerdy partners. Let's listen. Hey, can I ask you something? Well, what's forget about it? What is it? Okay. So, according to Donnie Brasco's character, which... Uh, what a great clip. What? It's a great clip. <laughs> what was that? It's a solid clip. There is a question attached. That was Daffy Duck. And here it is. Can I ask you a Not question? Yet. So, according to Donnie Brasco's character, which of these situations defines the word forget about it? Uh, Lincoln's better than a Cadillac? Forget about it. You want the last cannoli? Forget about it. Or that broad was so spicy, I had to say, forget about it. Which of those situations was the definition of the word forget about it, according to Donnie Brasco? All three of them. Okay. I've never seen this movie, so I don't know whether that's right or wrong. Let's, well, I've let's never heard it. of this movie. Is that like is that like Donnie Darko? It's exactly like oh, Donnie no, Darko. It's a, it's a good movie. It's worth is it? watching. Oh, yeah, you've absolutely. seen it. I have well, seen it. Well, maybe you'd I've like not... to jump in with the answer <laughs> since have, you've have, seen it. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm assuming cannoli. I I I've only heard of cannoli in The Godfather, uh, because I'm I'm from I'm middle class okay. and I'm British. Okay. Um, 
Uh, so I'd go the first one. The, the, the first Lincoln one. The Cadillac. Please. Yeah. Let's find out. Forget about it. It's like uh, if you agree with someone, you know, like Raquel Welch's one great piece of ass. Forget about it. But then, if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. Yeah, in your face, America. You're on the ground now. Uh -huh. How do you like it? <laughs> Not very much. I'll be bound. We win. Do win. Ten points. Well, no, you, you get one point. You get one point. <laughs> okay, one, you get point. one point. But I mean, it's it's a good point. And after I'll take after it. round two, our scores are USA is still in the lead with six. UK just behind with four. Forget about it. Forget uh, about it. Forget Yay. about Forget it. It's still anybody's game. Let's say hello to our British team, Kerry Quinlan. You write on a lot of topical shows in the UK. When something terrible happens in the world, do you immediately think, how am I going to be funny about that? I, I used yeah. to. I, I used to do stand-up. And uh, one, of, one of the many reasons I stopped doing stand-up, apart from being quite rubbish at mm -hmm. it, um, was uh, when Frank Sinatra died. And my first thought was, oh, that's a shame, Frank Sinatra's died. And my second thought was, right, gags. Yeah, get to work. And I thought... I. I really don't want to be that person anymore. But I've gone into topical comedy. And um, uh, so, yeah, I, I do have terrible trouble uh, reading the news. Um, uh, I really shouldn't be allowed to do no, it. Listen, anymore. it's your job, um, man. Embrace it. Well, Own, yeah. Dude. Stand in your and truth, Kerry Quinlan. That's the most American thing I've ever seen. No one, no one, no one wants to stand seen. in my truth. Um but yeah, it, it it is tricky. Every time I go to a meeting for a topical show, everyone goes, "Well, nothing's funny. It's all about death." Yeah. Uh, and yet, you have to sort of trawl through the crap and find something awful, you awful mm -hmm. to find mm -hmm. funny. Mm -hmm. That's not an uplifting answer. No, but Ask listen, it's not an uplifting else. question. Let's get back to crisps. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your what's your flavor of choice? Oh, it's salt and vinegar every Obviously. time. Great. Solid. Obviously, me, me, yeah. Janie and I are, are, are they're the best. One, they're the best female mind. Yes, um, they yeah, win totally. While we're on Absolutely. the subject, let me there's just no, put in a no vote question. for uh, Pringles tortilla nacho cheese flavor. Delicious. All right, good mouthfeel. Love it. That sounds like a complicated. It flavor, is a complicated flavor, get... but you don't have to do any of the work. We don't. <laughs> you just go to the store and put it in your mouth. Pringles did the work for you. Yeah, we don't. We don't it. yet get those Pringles. We we get the plain Pringles. We get salt vinegar Pringles. That's about no, it. Isn't just it? you wait. Yeah, just you wait. You live in the future, dude. Absolutely. Get death Pringles. David Quantic. Now you've written the novel The Mule. Yes. Uh, you have written a ton mm -hmm. for rel uh, for Relevision and Tadio. Nope. <laughs> you've written a ton for television and radio. You have just released a book called How to Write Everything. Now I'm wondering, is that title uh, the title because you have literally written everything? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, great. Since you asked, um, yeah, I've written T-shirt slogans. I've written wedding speeches. I've written TV scripts. I've written books about writing. I've written books about not radio. I've pretty much written. I didn't write the Torah. No. I didn't write the Quran. Um, I didn't write that note that you found in your sock drawer from your no. wife. Um, but I pretty much wrote everything else. So, yeah, screw you, people who wrote a book called How to Not Write Everything. I win. You absolutely win. Thank you so much for being here, both of you. We'll be right back with our final round after this. Hi, my name's Dave. And my name's Graham. Now, what do we have to do to put you in a brand new podcast today? Yeah, what, do you want me to drink bleach? I'll do it. Yeah, Dave will drink bleach. If that's what it takes to get you to listen to Stop Podcasting Yourself on MaximumFun.org. Don't make Dave drink bleach. Just listen to the show. <sighs> he will, but don't make him. Stop podcasting yourself. Welcome back. <laughs> 
Welcome back to International Waters. Let us move on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard. The effort has really come through. And I want you to know that your joy has been as brief and fleeting as that moment in Gone Girl where you see just a tiny bit of Ben Affleck's side penis because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. What? Whoa. That's right. All the marbles, guys. <laughs> it's oh like Quidditch, gosh. kind of. It is it's sort of like what I imagine Quidditch would be. I'm this. just thinking about Ben Affleck's side penis now. Did you see uh, it? Did you spot it? No, I've it's not. Just... I've not seen the movie, but I and I okay. wasn't really inclined to see it. But but a little bit of side penis. Wow. And you get a little top penis from uh, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> really? If you look closely, you got to learn to spot these. Between things. the two of them, I, almost I a full has penis. A almost penis. a full penis. You have to read the tips on how to spot them before mm-hmm. you see. I'm the sorry. Movie. You, you have to read the tips. What? Read the tips to see the tips. The tips for the tip. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah Neil, Neil is kind of on his back, and you can just sort of, and it's from it's from his top down. I you can just it. see, you can just see, yeah, I you can see a little it. bit. Two good cocks. All right, <laughs> let's move on. This is a round we like to call "Kill Your Idols." In this round, we ask each team to prove their loyalty to their home nation by taking down something universally beloved from the opposing country. That's right, destroy a sacred cow and win one million points, but lose the respect of the rest of the world. Team US. You are just a little bit ahead. I'm going to give you the chance to go first. Okay. Putting two minutes on the clock. Somebody's opening a beer. Sorry. It's making me jealous. You'll be taking down the beloved British institution that is Monty Python. Your two minutes starts now. Well, anyone who quotes it is annoying. That is a fact. (laughs) That's absolutely true. Most of them are 13 years old, or at least... When I was in school, yes. uh, all the 13-year-old nerds uh, had memorized every Monty Python sketch. Yeah, so basically it's like encouraging horrible social skills. The Monty Python member who's made the most great films is Terry Gilliam, who's the American member. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> Harsh. Uh, Graham Chapman's best work is behind him. It's probably true. It's probably true. Also, maybe it really doesn't doesn't hold up. It's not that funny when you watch it now. And uh, oh, well, that's just cruel. I thought I'm. I'm look, I yeah, want the I points. But I listen. want the points. Okay. And women don't sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known a woman with a hard screechy falsetto voice like this. That is such a good point. So study it's misogynistic. Wh- study women, Terry Jones. They yeah. do in Britain. <laughs> Women have penises oh, what is in that Britain. Sound? Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> they corrected. do in Britain. <laughs> we do sound like that in Britain. What's about with you? Yeah, you weirdos. <laughs> Try so writing a wait. sketch about a live parrot. More challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's give, a whole other character. Give right? the parrot some dialogue. Right. Right. So yeah. the character who could add a little color. Also, guys, it wasn't a flesh wound. It really wasn't. <laughs> so they're lying. They're like not teaching good skills, like how to like trauma, like yeah. Uh, triage. Yeah. And where it's are the horses? Dangerous. There's no horses. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no horses. Clomping a couple of coconuts together. Yeah. And in America, we have budgets for our movies. Yeah. It's called. It's called America. Get with it. <laughs> <laughs> hate them. Hate Monty They're Python. They're terrible. I Nuts. don't know their work at all. They Nuts have to tried them. to ruin people. <laughs> You're two minutes up. Boy, you've convinced me. I don't, Nuts I, to Monty Python. Yeah, I mean, I don't, Ooh, I don't like to help you guys out, but the amount of shit you have to wade through watching Monty Python to get to a good sketch is absolutely <laughs> extraordinary. 
<laughs> yeah, you should really wait until the 80s when it's over, then you don't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they only show the good bits. And then you get that awful film about a zoo that everyone didn't like. Oh, yeah. Fierce creatures. Now, I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, Monty Python. Yeah. It's like if Saturday Night Live was good, so I do sympathise. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh-oh. All right, Team UK, it's your turn. You have They're two minutes. They're warming up. They're warming up. Okay. You have two minutes Whew. to obliterate American icon Bob Dylan. Oh, Bob Dylan. Oh, um, he only yeah. sings in vowels. If you want to save money, if you want to save money, why not cross a monkey with a wasp? And then you'll pretty much got his entire back catalogue. Um, he's responsible for every shit band, singer, and lyricist ever. All his songs are about clowns and jokers. Is that it? All you can write about? Why don't you just go to a circus and toss yourself off? If that's all you can do. Um, I'm not sure we need two minutes. No. <laughs> it's like, what's the difference between Bob Dylan and a bucket of shit? The bucket? No, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> Bob Dylan, basically, all right, in the 1960s, American music was great. You had Motown. You had all these fantastic things. Bob Dylan came round and just... Mm. I mean, what's the point? Like, wow! You could have saved money and just bought a chainsaw and pulled the cord. <laughs> Um, the harmonica. Yeah, that's great. Fantastic. Thanks for bringing back the harmonica. Wow. Yeah, you're we... no Stevie Wonder, dude. Yeah. You're like a deaf Stevie Wonder. Um, the, lyric, the lyrics are appalling. What's that one? It's like you're like a mule wearing a pair of binoculars with your drugs, your amphetamines and your fog. Shut up. You're an idiot. You are rubbish. Dave Grohl's probably played on one of your records. She, walk, she walks just like a woman. She's a woman, of course she does. Uh, lay, lady, lay. Yeah, she's asleep. Um, <clears throat> subterranean homesick blues. You can't use the pump because the vandals took the handle. Well, that's insight on a fantastic level. Um, I think he needs to be more scathing about those vandals. He really does. The band. He's responsible for the band. That's pretty horrific. Um, oh, oh that, iTunes, that iPod advert he did. Whoa, way to go. Oh, he's encouraged Jack White. He's just folk music. That's not very good. Your time oh. is up. Though I could listen yeah. to that all that day. Was... To defend Mr. Dylan, when he said the vandals took the handles, it was Cockney ran rhyming slang for the handles took the vandals. <laughs> oh. So he did, a, he did a twist oh. on it. I see. Boy, yeah. I've got a lot of thinking yeah. to do on that one. Yeah. Jeez, you raised some excellent points about Bob Dylan, who, by the way, I already didn't like. <laughs> and I think 90% of the people who say that they like yeah. Bob Dylan don't actually like Bob Dylan, <laughs> right? Like, I think they like what he represents, but couldn't possibly listen to him. I'm gonna start getting emails and tweets about that, but all right. Uh, also, the US pointed out the, the misogyny that is rampant in the world of Monty Python. Specifically in the voice department. Thumbs down to misogyny. Thumbs but hey, down to what misogyny. did Bob Dylan do to Joan Baez, man? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I'm, you know I'm not entirely hey. sure what he did, but it. But, Hello, oh, Joan. It was, Hello. Hello. Would you like to hear my new song? Yes, I would, Bob. It's called Women Are Shit. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm flipping a coin mentally, and the U.S. is the winner. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. Thank Always. You. For the yeah. next couple of weeks, the U.S. is the best country in the entire world. You, Maybe uh, we can uh, celebrate by changing our country's <laughs> Twitter handle. To some... 
Maybe we can celebrate by changing our country's Twitter handle to something super Halloween-y like the Boonited Skates of Oscarica. Isn't that fun when people do that? Aren't you no. glad it's November now so we can stop fucking doing that? Yes. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I, I want to so hurt much. them. I hate it so much. And I also, like, I hate the thing of, like, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to, uh, Dave Holmes, but scary. Fuck you. That's that's the sports ball. That is the interwebs of this trend. Don't do it. Commit or don't. Don't, because you're probably an adult. All right, anyway, sorry, I could go on all day. Before we finish, do you guys have anything you want to plug and offset the ego karma? Maybe also something else that you didn't make that you're currently enjoying you'd like to recommend to our listeners. Craig Kikowski? Drunk History Seasons 1 and 2 coming out on DVD in November. And uh, I love the PBS show, How We Got To Now. Yeah. Uh, It's a science show where it uh, addresses... Uh, things like light and time and glass, things that are very commonplace and break down uh, how we got to the present day and developments. Uh, like the time episode is all about how they took disparate time zones and came up with a universal time. Oh, uh, fascinating show. Wow. Nice. Interesting. Jamie. Well, I would like, um, I'm going to assume if you're listening to this podcast that you like listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going <laughs> There's to. There's a leap. <laughs> So I'm going to plug my podcast, Janie and Aaron Does Hollywood, uh-huh. uh, might help you pass the time. And something I'm currently into, speaking of podcasts, is a new podcast called Serial. Oh. If you're not listening to it, it's really addictive, and it's um, following a true crime story. It's by one of the producers of This American Life, and um, I think a new one comes out today, so I'm kind of excited. Okay. Uh, producer Colin is nodding. You are apparently correct. I just downloaded them all. I'm about to do some travel. Oh, you'll no you'll spoilers, be. please. <laughs> right, Carrie Quinlan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have absolutely nothing on the go at the moment, so I would like to uh, plug my <laughs> availability. Uh, I am not only a hilarious writer; uh, I'm a classically trained actress. Um, so any Shakespeare or Game of Thrones, I am I am prepared to pop out one or more boobs right. um, for that. Uh, and I'd also like to plug the work of Patrick Ness, who is a fantastic uh, writer um, who writes mainly for kids. But my God, he's brilliant. So if you ever get the chance to read uh, A Monster Calls, do that, but pre- be prepared to sob. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie. David Quantic. Yes, uh, you mentioned my book, How to Write Everything. Mm-hmm. It's available somewhere. And I'd also like to plug the fact that I'm writing on the fourth series of Veep at the moment. Woo! And yes, uh, Robert Wyatt, he's good. There's a book about him at the moment. And also, eggs are tasty. Great. Eat, <laughs> eat eggs. Thank you very much. Once again, that's eggs. Eggs. <laughs> eggs. Great. From eggs.com. Everybody write eggs. that down. From the that anus of hens. You probably know the breakfast food, Dr. Eggs. Dr. <laughs> eggs. Oh, yes. I didn't realize that involved <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Delicious <laughs> eggs from hens. Excellent. As you listen to this, I will be on the road doing a, uh, a show for Ovation. It'll be called American Canvas. Comes out sometime in first quarter of 2015. I don't know exactly when yet. And even though I know that she doesn't need my plug, I am right in the middle of uh, Amy Poehler's book, Yes, Please. Me too. I just started it. Is it ever good? Uh, I like it. It is great. It's funny and it's wise and I just think that she is the bee's knees. All right. Greg Kukowski, Janie Haddad Tompkins, Carrie Quinlan, David Quantic, thank you for playing International Waters and you there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. 
You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Craig Kukowski, Jamie Haddad Tompkins, Carrie Quinlan, and David Quantic. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles, California by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Asterios Kokonos and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. See you next time. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.